Would you marry me at a Beyonce concert? Yes or no? Hello, hello, y'all. This is Erin. And this is Kaya. Welcome to another episode of Bravo Wild Black Babies. We missed you. Uh, you know, we missed a week because, you know, we were <laughs> we were busy, super busy. Yeah. You know how life is, but we are back and we're ready. We got the tea for you, the Bravo Liberty. Um, we got some new thoughts, new stories, everything for you on this episode. And we are so excited to just like get into it. Let's start off with our first segment, Bravo Liberty. Aaron, I know you were telling me that um, Garcelle actually has a couple people in mind that she would like to bring into the new season. The rumor is, is that Garcelle is kind of on the fence about Mm -hmm. returning. Uh, You know, she's had, I feel like a glorious season, but also it's just a lot of pressure when it's basically just her and Sutton and sometimes, you know, her Crystal and Sutton or her and Crystal against everyone else. Um, maybe not against, but it's just like she's the one who's being obvious, like saying what she needs to say, doing what she needs to do, being a hundred percent open, honest, and sometimes a little bit of a shitster. So it's yeah. kind of hard to be on that island by yourself, and especially when they broke her down and made her cry just to humanize her. It's like who wants to go back to that shit, especially when you're someone like Marcel Beauvais, like you are a woman who fancy from has the Jamie Foxx show on the Jamie Foxx show in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Now you have the real, you have your podcast. So it's like she's not doing this shit for the money, honey. She's just doing this shit just to do this shit. So I definitely understand um, if she doesn't want to come back. I pray to God that she does come back and they get someone from her friend group, which brings us to our first story. Who who does she want to join? So she pitched her friend Sheree Fletcher Zampino for a friend role on season 12. And she also pitched uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, Lisa Vanderpump. And she wants Denise Richards to return as well. She's open to that. So like, those are some good choices. I would gun for Denise Richards, honestly. That's really who I want to see back. And maybe her friend can add something to the show. Sheree for the friend of. I would like to see it. But definitely. Yeah, remember we saw a little bit of Sheree on the show last season when Garcelle was talking about how she dated Will Smith because that's Will Smith's ex-wife. So that's an interesting dynamic. Why in the hell do I keep forgetting that this is Why? Yeah, why do you? That's the first thing that I think about. We we even said right here on this podcast. (laughs) We said it right here on this podcast. Hey. Y'all know I have amnesia. So like. Okay, wait. My yeah, opinion just changed. I, I just felt like you weren't too excited about it. And I'm like, <laughs> Will Smith's ex. Yeah, that's, you know, those are the key words, guys. That's how I know her. So it's like, not to say that's how I know her because she had her own show and she was great on her show, but that's what comes to mind when I think of her. So now yeah. that I know that this is the charade that I know of, um, yeah, bring her up. I want her to have her diamond. You don't want her to be a friend of you. Want yeah, her to go straight I want to her to go status. straight to diamond status. Like I think that's such a great idea. And let's get rid of Lisa. 
Yeah, let's let's what do it. Let's get rid of let's get rid of Lisa Renner for once and for all. You you heard it right here because you know that Lisa was formerly yeah. one of Aaron's problematic faves. And and, and I, I have she's enjoyed her. I've I've shown I've, her ass so much that she has <laughs> literally done it for Aaron, apparently. Yeah. And it's like she Tell hasn't honestly she hasn't done anything like horrible i feel like she's doing what a housewife would do which is like maneuver the situation to work in her favor which is what she constantly does um but it's just like her not holding erica accountable but being so like harsh on denise last season that's what really did it for me and then like towards the ending on the finale when she's like, Amelia's not with Scott anymore. I'm like, that is what you brought to this season. That's all she brought to the season, being yeah. up Erica's ass and talking about Amelia and Scott. Um, that I think that if Denise Richards does come back, I hope that she does. Because right now, I think that before it would have been a stretch to say that she would come back. But now it might not be a stretch because I don't know if y'all heard, but Charlie Sheen does not pay child support any longer because apparently one of the daughters lived with Charlie Sheen and he doesn't have to pay child support for both of her daughters. And there's something going on in that household um, that, you know, is it's more than a storyline. It's like a whole drama filled thing going on. And now, you know, Denise is upset because she was getting, I think upwards of like, half a million dollars a month and just like child support so i would say that you know she has her boat in the beautiful bag she's a booked and busy actress but child support was a big chunk of her income so i don't think it's too out of our um out of our stratosphere to say that denise might return but if denise returns i want lisa to stay because i want lisa to answer for what she did Absolutely. Who I would delete is Dorit because I feel like Dorit has been fading into the background (laughs) and her looks, if she would at least keep up with the looks, I can forgive fashion. But she hasn't been giving me the fashion. You know what? I think it was that outfit. You remember that I told you about that she pulled out and I just wasn't, it was like this dress that she wore. Um, maybe a few episodes ago and it was like I don't know it did it for me y'all so if if I find the dress I'll post it on my story or something like that so y'all can see it I forgot exactly what episode it was on but just remembering some of her pieces I'm like I could I could hold on to those memories I mm. could hold on to those memories and I can give I feel her like a little last season with. she did it for me with the fashion this season uh it's not only the outfits but also she just has these stupid ass like ponytails and like they look like they're struggling, kind of like that Kim Richards ponytail from last season. So this it was is just the like, total diametrical opposite of what of what we are used to. We are used to from <laughs> it's the total diametrical opposite. And I don't I like it that. one bit. But I'm here for all of the ladies coming back and then adding a friend for Garcelle. Um yeah. but the the rumor is is that there's uh, another woman allegedly testing out that is she's she's a white woman 
Um, and she's supposedly like an aspiring like pop star or something. <laughs> I hear they're trying to ask cast another. <laughs> Yo, okay. See why is going to Real Housewives of Atlanta? Not. Oh, movies. that's true. That's true. Um, yes. We already casted her there, but I heard that she was like a pop star or some shit, and she might be testing out. So you know, I don't know. I think that we're going to see um, Erica you know, come back for sure, which brings us to our next Bravo Liberty story. Erica um, is going to ask for a pay raise. Currently, the New York Times reports that she made 600K for the season. And Andy is even going to say during the reunion, I know how much you make. Like that alone from the reunion trailer, that made me like pass away. But um, I wouldn't, you know, they pay upwards of a million a season for certain people. I'm not saying that Erica Jane deserves a million dollars, but I could understand her asking for more money because the entire season kind of revolved around her and her yeah, situation, even true. though she somehow told us everything without telling us nothing. You know, and even at the, at the reunion, they are going in on her. So, yeah, yeah, she deserves it. She's right. Yeah. She's right. If I'm going to get my ass handed to me, I want a raise. I want to be the highest paid, actually. On top of that, it's like, I'm not with my man no more. And right. he ain't got no money. And I didn't get shit from I'm shopping at TJ Maxx. Uh, this hard is to- me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> too much. I need the raise, Andy. Shout like, out to Joe Gunn. She's a survivor. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's the second story. I think that, um, since we missed last week, we have to give out our MVP of the season awards. Oh, yes, 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 from the hills, babe. Um, um, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'll let Aaron go just. I feel like we're, we know who we're going to go for. Um, but I'm not going to go change. for it because she kind of um, defrauded, allegedly, allegedly defrauded say with, widows and orphans. Yes. I'm going to say Sutton. Sutton gets my MVP award <laughs> Because She showed like, her ass at the beginning and she was really, and still is pissing me she off. She was truly but, a hardy girl. Like, you know how they have the hardy boys? She was a hardy girl. Like, Nancy Drew. She was trying to discover everything and she was finding everything out. And then on top of that, like her the red trench coat, like I don't know. (laughs) I just like I understood what she was going for. I I also give Sutton the MVP (laughs) award because she was the one who had the balls to literally ask the questions that everyone Mm -hmm. needed to know. And I just, it was just weird to see how Kyle was just like the pusher up for every single episode. Like, even when it was over, she was like, oh, well, Sutton's quiet. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, <laughs> this new nose got you acting out of element. Like, what's going on? Hunting? I don't know. Like, it was it was just a mixture of things. Kyle, I, I will say I enjoy Kyle a lot more this season. Yeah. So I'll give her that, but she doesn't. She yeah. definitely doesn't deserve an MVP award. Um, Not at all. Maybe um, the but I do love. You know, um, I want Kim Richards to come back so we can have all of the sisters at one time for once. Because 
I think that Kathy should stay. Like we, we don't need to give Kathy a diamond. I think she gives us just enough like wonder right. and entertainment. Because I feel and like fun she's full time as anyway. a friend of. Yeah, so uh, I would like to see all of the the sisters and right. yeah, more Mauricio also because he's fine as hell. But you know, so you want to see him. Kim? You want to see Kyle? Right. I agree. Kathy. I agree. Kim, Kyle, Kathy, Erica, obviously, to see how she recovers. Garcelle, uh, Sutton, Crystal, and Ab, Sheree. Oh, I forgot about... See how Dorit fades into the background? I completely (laughs) forgot about her. So if we have to free up some of the contracts and free up some money for the contract, we can, you know... Not the contract. The we can fade into the background, but my ideal cast is everyone plus Sheree and Denise. And no, but that's Dorit. too many people. So Dorit has to go in order for me to add two more people. Yeah, my my choices would actually be either Dorit or Crystal. I'll be honest; those would be my my two choices. Not that Crystal was bad, but I just feel like. So wait, I thought you yeah. said that you were gonna let. Lisa go. Oh, I did say that. Her too. Her well, too. Damn. Does anyone have a job? Well, Garcelle, I didn't say any of the other ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Lisa. Lisa. Right, let it go. An unnecessary <laughs> amount of people. Like, I'm just like because we're we have a lot being brought to the show, especially if we yeah, bring Sheree right. in. Like Sheree right. fills the seats of two people. And, like, if you've seen what I've seen in her, like, you will understand. Even though I didn't know who she was at first, don't do me, because I know y'all are. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely love to see Sheree just to have another woman of color on the cast. I want her to mesh with Garcelle and Crystal. Um, and, you know, Sutton has become one of the girls. <laughs> so... <laughs> It can be that that could be the new Fox Force Five: Sutton, Crystal, Sheree, and Garcelle. And if Denise chooses to come back, I would. I've been gunning for Denise to come back ever since she announced that she wasn't coming back. But right. I'm like, I, she doesn't need this. But now I'm feeling she might need this. So, but overall, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I can honestly say I have not. I know that they they probably had better seasons, like season two, season three. But for me personally, there has not been a better season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for yeah. me. Yeah, this was very entertaining. Very entertaining. From beginning to end. What would you and write I was never that excited about Bev Hills, especially the, the Puppy Gate season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the whole Denise thing, it was fun to, to watch, but it wasn't fun because it's like you're speculating on one, her sexuality, and two, someone who's not even on the show right. anymore. It was just, like, not okay. Yeah, and I didn't even think the show was going to be that good, honestly, without Denise. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> I was convinced yeah. on that. But they proved me wrong, so. And what happened was uh, Erica knew that she needed to, that, that rent was due, basically. Mm-hmm. And without telling us anything, she told us everything. Because regardless of what she says, 
it was going to, you know, make us speculate instead of saying, oh, I can't speak on it, which if I was Erica, I would have went on there and been like, oh, this is a lawsuit. This is very serious. I can't speak on it. That's why I kind of don't feel bad when people are bombarding her with questions because you've been in legal shit before and all you said was, I can't speak on it because it's a legal issue. But no, you chose to tell all these stories. I'm not saying they're the truth or lies. A lot of them are questionable. So if you chose to open that Pandora's box, then that's what you fucking get. You're right. You're right. That's a word. But uh, overall, 10 out of 10, thank you. Um, Great season. And this next month, will be a month of the reunion four parts and the only other franchise that's ever done that was atlanta because you know atlanta is the best franchise of them all so they you know they make history a lot but this mm-hmm. is only the second time that it's ever happened and i am so excited just to talk about it to see it all of that um but that is a bow on beverly hills until we talk about this reunion <laughs> coming up but they're going into filming again very soon because they want to get all of this that's going on um on camera and i'm just gonna pray to the reality gods that miss <laughs> garcelle Beauvais comes back and yeah. she brings Sheree or denise or both i think she will though so Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. Manifesting. And manifesting. Uh, what's the the last story of Bravo Liberty is about uh, a new episode of Vanderpump Rules. Yep. So as you guys saw on Vanderpump Rules, um, Brock has not seen his children for four <laughs> years. He has not yeah. seen his children for a full bachelor's degree. He has not seen his children it's been a, it's for <laughs> a whole Olympic trial for years. What else is four years? Anything that takes four years, that's how long it's been since he's seen his children. And that is literally insane. Yeah, that is a really long time. No excuse. because it's been a while. <laughs> You are out here in a different continent, making more children, naming them the diametrical opposite. So literally, that is named. Winter. That's what really got me. Like the fact right. that they have we'll the get same into that. birthday, you know, the same birthday, and then the diametrical opposite names: right. summer and winter. Um, but so, I can you tell me? He went on Instagram and kind of what, like, explained. His yeah. whole decision making. He shed some light on the situation. Um, he says, back in 2019, a little understanding of it helps. I love my family and I wish I was in a position to handle myself differently. Why did I move to America? And then he explains the story about how his parents separated when he was really young and how it affected his older brothers a lot more than him. Okay, so he was basically saying that he moved to America to try to get in, like, the NFL. Then he got an ankle injury, I I believe. And, um, you know, he started opening his own gym. So he has it all explained the way that he's, like, not a perfect man. But it's just such a weird thing to even 
that's not a good enough excuse. I'm sorry. Like, right. um, maybe throughout the season, we'll see what happens. Maybe his ex-wife will release a statement. Maybe we'll see more to the story. Um, I do know that Sheena was on Watch What Happens Live and she said that she has talked to his ex-wife, I believe. But that's just weird, especially with how young the kids are. And let me put this out there. Brock is only 30. He just turned 30. Yeah, he's pretty young. Um, Yeah, he's pretty young. Sheena is 36, but he's like a grown-ass man. Like, you know what's the right from wrong. It's just weird that you are in America. You've been back to Australia with Sheena, and you still didn't see your kids then. So it's like, what did you do for your ex-wife to decide to, you know, remarry and... his whole thing is he's saying it's because he moved to america so she felt like abandoned um which is you know i don't understand i'm like do you could you go back and visit like you couldn't go back and visit (laughs) for four years like i don't understand him using the excuse of covid um for like like a year or two like if it was two years i could be like okay you know i get that but like it's been four years so I can't really excuse that the only thing that I can say um is I hope that that changes I hope he eventually gets in contact with his kids and they're able to like resolve that and he can step up a little bit more as a dad um he's also fine as fuck so he is a good looking man but what makes it unattractive is his behavior. And it's not just about the kids. Uh, let's just jump into the Vanderpump Rules episode. This was a huge episode, okay? James proposed to Raquel. They had the hour, Shella, that Tom Sandoval helped set everything up. And then we also found out that bombshell about um, Brock. So what does the episode started out with? Um, the episode started off with them. Um, they were getting ready for a game of pickleball. So they did that. They did those activities. It, it was a fun episode, especially at the beginning. Lala is very competitive, as we can see. Um, Zero. Mother bitch. Focus, Lala. God, bitch. Hi, Fab. I'm getting into no man's land every time. And then they played a game of Jenga. I think I'm saying it, pronouncing it right, Jenga. And then uh, Tom Tom Sandoval was there to do a freestyle, and he kind of killed it. Punch, huh? Here we, here we go, yo. We're here in Palm Springs, and let me tell you what's things. I pissed on my jacket last night when I was really drunk. <laughs> I thought it was a bathroom and I pissed all over my white fur jacket. I'm a fucking piece of shit. Even though I wish he didn't tell us that he pissed on his faux sweater or pot sweater. That was really weird. And then Lala was there to put it on. So that happened. And I was actually proud of her because I'm like, Lala really doesn't back down from a challenge. She's that bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Lala is that bitch. And I do, um, like, say what you want about their relationship. 
I feel like at the beginning, her and Randall's relationship was definitely questionable. But I think that they've proven that they are actually very much in it for the long run. Randall really loves Lala. Lala loves Randall. The baby ocean. She is so freaking stinking cute. And I really like them as a couple. Randall is not at all how I expected him to be. I expected him to be like a bit more serious and uh, more withdrawn kind of from the group. But he kind of embraces the friend group. And it's not just with Jax because, you know, he does talk to Jax. But Jax is not a part of uh, the cast anymore. He's unemployed. Um, But he, Randall is, he's a great guy. And I like their dynamic a lot. And I think that Lala is happy with him and they're a cute little family, especially if you follow them on Instagram. They have their own like custom pickleball, um, tennis, those things. I don't even know. I'm I'm so unsportsmanlike that I don't even know what to call them. But I'm like, I know the game looked fine. I know that much. Um, But what what pissed me off is brought this whole episode. Like he decided to go and practice pickleball and leave the baby with Sheena early as fuck. And what I really didn't like was he kept calling Sheena's mom their employee because they pay her to watch the baby. And he's like, oh, well, she's our employee. That's what she's getting paid for. And she knows, like, well, it was her birthday. I wanted to give her some time off. And not only did he leave early to go and play pickleball, but he also lost. So you got your <laughs> big ass up and literally left me with this fucking baby. I was a bit said embarrassed. That my mom was our employer. And then you fucking lost. At the very least, you could have won pickleball because you literally left me with this baby in the morning time. That was like strike one for me. Yeah. yeah. He's he's being an asshole and um, I can't vouch for him. I can't save him. The only thing I can say is that he was attractive while doing it. Um, but unfortunately, like that wasn't enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's very unfortunate because that's the only thing I have. Because we also, you know, on the last episodes where Sheena and like Lala made up we found out that or if you listen to the podcast we found out that Brock went to go and play golf after Sheena had that first miscarriage so it's like you're literally you left her while she was having a miscarriage or right after she had a miscarriage to go play golf you have your beautiful rainbow baby summer moon here and you're leaving to go and practice pickleball while calling her mom your employee. Yeah. He just comes off as like such an asshole. And it's unfortunate because I really went into the season wanting to give him a chance and liking him because mm-hmm. of um the last episode where Charlie was talking about her issues with food and opening up about that. He was like, you don't have to explain yourself. I'm like, oh, he's, you know, he seemed like a, a good man, a good friend. That was really nice of him to stick up for her or, you know, come for her or whatever. But then we go into this episode and he's just like, oh, you know, I can't breastfeed. So would you like me to just be up with you to breastfeed? Or uh, you can't, he just rolls his eyes when she talks about her hormones. He's just such a fucking asshole. And one episode is just destroyed. And if you guys want to dig deeper into my thoughts on that, I listed out everything that pissed me off about him on the dip.com go check that article out and yeah it was just a weird situation so 
they finally sit down and they talk about the situation with his two first kids, right? Right. And he explains that he was young when he had them. He was what, like 20 years old or something he was saying. He was from Australia and he had his first two kids, his ex-wife, you know, they got divorced or whatever. And I guess it was a bad breakup and he hasn't seen his kids in four years. And Randall's face, like, said it all. Randall was like, huh? Like, And apparently she's, like, moved on. Yeah. But he just seems, like, fine with it. And Sheena does, too. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what I'm saying. Like, this is why I'm kind of quiet, because it's, like, Sheena just doesn't, like, she's making excuses at this point. It's clear. She's like, oh, yeah, like, they haven't seen each other, but it's fine. Like it's so fun. Like it's okay. Not we, fine, we and she's just like, <laughs> it was weird when she was like, um, Randall hasn't changed a diaper. And I'm like, Randall may have just changed his first diaper, but your man literally has not seen his first two kids. And he's years. like, it's fine. Four years, four years. We talked to them. <laughs> and like, did you? Like, it, I don't know. It was just really weird. And then Lala hit the nail on the head when she was like and me and Randall broke up and he moved on and he named his baby Lake, I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they kind of tried it. They did try it. They tried it a lot. Like, and was Shayna, my question was, when Shayna was naming her baby, like, was she aware that he had a kid? Okay, so she went on Watch What Happens Live. I know that you remember Sheena when she was with Rob, the guy who could hang the TV in seven minutes. They had Madison Marie Parks. Yeah, Madison Marie Parks Valletta or whatever. She's like, that's going to be my baby's name. Madison Marie Parks Valletta. Um, And then she was like, oh, well, I only wanted that name because that's what the name that Rob would have wanted. She was like, I've always wanted my baby to be named Summer. Um, so apparently, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think that it's far off that Sheena would name her baby Summer. She strikes me as someone who would name her baby Summer, but I feel like once she found out about her, you know, about Brock's daughter, especially when they were born on the same day, she should have just picked her a second name. I honestly don't No, I can't say that. Yes, you can. Just be honest. It's I would be like, I don't think I would want the baby thing. anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I feel want, like, like I would just be you. like, can someone come get her? <laughs> because I can't do this. I would just like forcibly change the name. <laughs> I'd like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Like, I would name it the that diametrical would change opposite. That my mood for well, the Well, no, it really is a diametrical opposite. And that's the problem. Like, the baby's name is Summer. The other kid's name is Winter. So I would have to name it maybe after, like, a planet or a very, like... Or, like, good as gold. But, so my question is, do you think Brock can recover from this? Because it just looks pretty bad. From the way that he treats Sheena in general, like, kind of choosing sports over her needs, 
to, you know, not seeing his own children for four years. Do you think that throughout the season we'll understand and let it, you know, everything play out? Or do you think that there's kind of like no recovering? I think there's recovery, but I don't think we're going to get that this season, unfortunately. Like, I don't think that's going to be this season. I feel like it's going to take time. But the one thing I will say is that I feel like Vanderpump Rules just is a host. Like, they're like a platform for shitty people, if that makes sense. And, (laughs) like, some of them... I know that might sound like really harsh, but some of them change and some of them just end up remaining shitty and that's fine. But that's become like the thing with Vanderpump Rules. So, yeah, I think that my problem is that I really am rooting for Sheena. I, you know, she could be a lot sometimes. Like, I feel like she wants to be everyone's friend. And I guess that's kind of, how Sutton is too and I have a problem with that because I'm big on loyalty that's why I relate to Lala more but I want Sheena to be happy she's been through a divorce you know she's been through another bad breakup she's been through a miscarriage she finally has her rainbow baby and I want it to be good because it's like I don't know what's going to happen with this dude uh you know with how he raises her, her baby you know and I don't want her to end up like a single mom, an unhappy mom, or a you know, I just want her to win. I want Sheena to find. Yeah, I don't want her to repeat that other storyline. Um, yeah. but with a baby like uh, that, I don't. Want. That's it's worse because there's a baby involved yeah. now. So, do you think that Brock is the one for her? No, I think he is for now. I think he is for now. I think he's going to be a fun time. I can tell he's already <laughs> a fun, he's fun time. Just be honest, Ann. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. Like he's a he's a good time guy. Like <laughs> not a good time guy. Mm-hmm. He is, and like you can gay. tell. Yeah, the male Heather Gay, exactly. And that's what I like about him. Like, I don't know. I, I would I would know or I would expect that maybe he wouldn't be the most attentive boyfriend slash husband or father. Um I would like I would expect that, but maybe it caught Sheena off guard, and maybe she was surprised by the whole thing. Um, but his energy just gives me like, you know, I'm just here to chill. I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to play golf. I'm just here to like. He's a charmer, right? He's so he's somebody that you want to like go on trips and go on vacation with, but not actually settle down with. Settle down and like raise a child in a stable environment. I I just don't think that's gonna. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. But there is a possibility that he can change. Like I said, because this show has surprised me like a lot. The people that I thought were just going to be like complete shit ended up doing a little bit better. Um, Maybe people ended up getting married. Like I never thought that I would see the day that Jack Taylor got married or Tom Schwartz actually married Katie, you know, (laughs) like, I never thought I'd see the day for that. And even now, it catches me off guard sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit, they're married? Like, wow, finally. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) But it just surprises me every time because I'm like, oh. (laughs) You know, Katie. 
I am so sick <laughs> of being the only Katie fan in the room. It's like this I'm is... on an island by myself. Aren't you tired? <laughs> I am. I've been fighting for my life. I don't know and why, though, because it's like Katie see. shows me every episode. I'm just like, <sighs> here we for go. For me, every episode, it's Tom Sandoval. Like, I just... <laughs> I could, I could He's see just that. so noxious. He's and he thinks he knows yeah. everything. And what about Katie Raquel? What about goes. Raquel? What about Raquel? What about Raquel? Because about that, and you don't need to worry about being embarrassed. For my entire life, I feel like I've never been able to like get to the point where I feel super confident talking in front of other people. But I understand where you're coming from, and I understand why you're so upset. It makes me upset. Like, even if it is, like, my closest friends or, like, right. people that I feel comfortable. I want to call it out. I, I, okay, guys, I would prefer Katie over Raquel. <gasps> I audibly gasped. Does that in case something? you guys didn't hear that. That's, <laughs> that's a hot take because you really dislike Katie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just Holy feel like, shit. and this is honestly the the episode that showed everyone that Raquel is more than just a bandy-eyed bitch, like Lala said. Like she was vulnerable. She talked about her growing up, and oh, yeah. you know how she's she uh, suffers from you know like just like general shyness and all that stuff. But um, I well, I can't because I I like Katie, so I don't know how to compare. But I do think <laughs> that that I'm I'm not interested in anything that Raquel has going on. Would you choose Raquel over Tom? I feel like you would choose Raquel over Tom. But yeah, yeah, I could see. You have that. to give me a different. Yeah, we situation. can't say. We can't even get into that. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> and that's why you know, I was just know. like, okay. Yeah, just can. know that, like, I, okay, so my whole thing with Raquel is just that she adds nothing and she lets James Kennedy treat her, like, like below the dirt, like, right. embarrassingly terribly. I, it was just, like, when she was going on and on and on at that table, I was just like, what is this really about? Like, I zoned out and I was like, what is, what is she trying to tell us? Like, I understand that you're shy, but is that going to be like your like your trait? Is that what you're gonna like go off on? Is that gonna be your thing? Like you know how Bella got on Twilight and she's like, I'm the new girl, but like and I'm different. Like, is that her thing? Like I'm shy and I'm really awkward. Like, so it's hard for me to get my words out sometimes. And it kind of like but this is the thing. If a memory serves serves me correct, she she's a, a smart one. Like she went to school mm-hmm. and everything. But I thought that she was also a beauty pageant girl or something of the sorts. So it, I'm like, hmm, that's interesting because if you were doing beauty pageants, or maybe I'm making it up. It's just it was just very. <laughs> it's easy to make something up because i don't really nothing really sticks with with me with when it comes to her i'm like she could either be a beauty pageant if she said she was like a scientist i wouldn't be surprised she studied like 
something like that. Um, I can tell you this. James Kennedy should not have proposed because he is not ready to get married. (laughs) If you can't go a year without calling your girlfriend all these names in the book, you're not ready to get married. Additionally, I don't think he will be faithful. Additionally, I cannot express how much I do not want to see a James and Raquel wedding. I don't want to see it. I do not I don't want, want to see the James wedding with Raquel. And that's just that. The whole Me time, either. guys. I'm so glad that you said it because yeah. I thought that I was just, I always have like these hot takes or like I'm always the bitch in the room. But now I feel like We're I'm not on room. the island by myself anymore. Like you are, you've now come to the island and it's not Katie Island. It's anti James and Raquel. It took me some time to think about it too. After like two mimosas, I I was like, wow, I really don't (laughs) want to fucking be here anymore. Like, I don't want this. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. I thought that the proposal was like really nice though. I thought it was like. You know what? I was not impressed by that proposal at all. I think it was the laziest, one of the laziest ones. Because Tom did everything. And two, when he did propose, it was like her name just spelled out Rachella, and it was like, will you marry me? And everyone's like, oh, so beautiful, so thoughtful. I'm yeah, like, for James, I guess shit. because I was like, it came from James Kennedy, like the white <laughs> Kanye. So like, that's just what I would have, like, I don't know, I expected that from him. So I was like, okay, not bad, James, not bad. Like, no, I don't want you to get married to her still, but um, not bad. Nice try. I just think it's going to be yet another wedding at Lisa Vanderpump's house. And I'm also tired of all these damn weddings. Like, not every, like, every season somebody, not every season somebody has to get married. That's the thing. Right. Can we stop? Can we normalize dating? Can we normalize dating? Because this is the thing, they get married so fast and then they end up like having problems immediately after. And it's like, I wonder fucking why. It's um, like, I, and I'll tell you why, because all the female cast members have to listen to Lana. That would be the only explanation. That would be the mm-hmm. only explanation for this. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then they put their relationships in there, like the guys first, and like that's the most important thing. Exactly. And that's what they all want. Because every year Sheena's like, I want to get married, and then she gets married. Sheena's always been like that. And then Sheena's like, boy crazy. I kind of want to get married to Tom, but I don't think Tom is ready. And then Tom gets ready, and he did it finally. And she's like, Thank you. And they kind of. And then Tom on. Sandoval wants to marry Ariana, but that's why I, I used to hate Ariana, but now I love Ariana because she's like, I don't want to marry you. It's now like the woman does not want to marry. <laughs> You're like the Melody Marcel. She doesn't <laughs> want to marry him. She doesn't want to have kids with him, and she's fine with it. And I love her confidence in that. She's like, I'm good. But Tom, of course, he wants a wedding, and he wants kids, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even. I just don't want any of this, if I'm being honest. I don't want anybody. The only person that I kind of like with their significant other, I kind of like Lala and Hermian together. Because, yeah, Yeah, they have a good dynamic. It works. Yeah, it does. But it's like everybody else is kind of like weird. Tom and Katie, I feel like 
I mean, that's what Katie wants. Like, let's just let her have it. It's just um, like that's her child. Right. <laughs> it clearly is. It clearly is because she can let that shit go. Like she was so focused on the she's like, tell him that he steamrolled you and <laughs> that you let Tom steamroll you. That's not true though. Yes, it is. I just think, you know, you gotta assert yourself in there. Please. And you know that Tom is not. Tom Schwartz is <laughs> acts like a damn bitch, <laughs> like Nene says, when it comes to telling Tom Santa bullshit. And I I'm sick of why you're scared to like tell this guy who pisses on a sweater when he's drunk, like, hey. <laughs> You're doing. I don't want it like, to be shorts and shit, sandies. It's insane, and, and I think everyone forgets that the reason that Tom Schwartz is on this show is because of Katie, he, and she knows more about the bar scene than Tom Schwartz does, because she has actually worked there. That dude was a fucking model. He worked. He walked out during the middle of his shift. He's literally coasting on their names alone. And it's it always makes Katie looks like she's complaining, like she's the bad guy, like she's it the no one. It, re- it and I'm really does. So annoyed with the villain. <laughs> That's why you dislike her because they <laughs> always every season she gets but the villain. It's not, you know what? The people that bitch. dislike her, it's not our fault because every season it seems like she's doing this, and I've been trying yeah. hard to like. I see where she's coming from, but it's just how they put it together. It makes her look really whiny. So it makes her look like she doesn't have anything better to do. Like that's that's just how I feel. And I'm like, why is so she so nagging good. so much? What yeah, they make her like the annoying wife. And I don't and Sandoval is for some reason the hero. And I'm like, the bar is non-existent. Because they love they love those boys. And now I'll, I'll say that. They love those boys. Now I will I will say I like Tom and Tom's friendship. When mm-hmm. you minus the, you know, making Katie the villain. I love their dynamic. I love how they have fun with one another. I love that they're besties. I will take them over Craig and um, Austin any day. And, like, that's what Craig and yeah, Austin, yeah. like, Bravo is trying to make a new Tom and Tom with Craig and Austin. And it's just like, ugh. But anyways, child, that was the episode, child. They get married, child, and I don't want to see the wedding, child. And Raquel's annoying, but <laughs> you know, I just had to say somebody had to say that shit because it was driving Someone me crazy. Did. And I'll be the one to say it. I'll be the villain. <laughs> I'll I'll do it today. I don't mind. Oh my god! Speaking of being the villain, um, shout out to Nicki Minaj who will be hosting the Potomac reunion. <laughs> Can't wait for it, and it's yeah. going to be so good. Andy talked about it on his radio show um, that he was surprised that you know how good she was, and Nicki addressed it during her live that you know there was rumors that she went hard on Candace, but she's like, I went hard on everyone because I wanted to take it seriously because I know that my fans who watch the show are going to ask me. Why didn't you say X, Y, and Z? I wouldn't want it any so, other way. Like, that's why I want yeah. her here, too. Like, I want her to ask those tough, hard questions. And I feel like they're not right. going to come. They're not. Of course, they're not going to come for Nicki Minaj. So they're going to answer them. And, and yeah. that's just that. <laughs> and that's why I'm so glad that she's, you know, hosting. And I can't wait to see it. And that's just that on that. Um, but speaking of Potomac, 
it's just been such a short season, I feel. I heard that there were maybe like three more episodes until the finale or three more episodes including the finale. And I'm like, wait, like we are just getting to it. Like it's a good season and all, but it doesn't really feel like it's a full season if we're wrapping it up in three episodes. I'm so ready to leave this trip. <laughs> like that's another thing i know we just got here y'all but it's like i don't know i feel like this trip has just been dragging and i love that whitney put this together i love that you know she's trying to have good vibes um good vibes um, G-O-V. G- oh it's, it's gov no it's it's gbo you're right oh. but <laughs> oh, that's what G said. I think G-O-V. G said it. Yeah, but he's like good old vagina. <laughs> G, yeah, G, G, G was a bit of a mess this episode, especially that tongue licking with Karen. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was about, but um, that was weird. Karen kind of did it back. What? Like, <laughs> what are you saying about? But she didn't realize she did it. Like. <laughs> It was a clip that I've seen on Instagram where she looked at her tongue just a little bit. But you know how, like, I get what Karen was doing. She didn't do it back. But, like, you know how when somebody does something and you kind of do it back because that's just, like, your, you yeah, know, your, your normal reaction. Yeah. Like, it's it's, like, a little weird. I can't explain it, but it happens from time to time, like, every now and then. Like, somebody will click, uh, click an ink pen in the office and then I'll click one. And then it's just like... Yeah, it's like when someone sneezes and then you sneeze. Someone yeah. yawns, you yawn, like a reflection. I'm a very tit-for-tat kind of person. Maybe, that, maybe I'm petty. That. Um, so. so, yeah, but it wasn't like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to spread any rumors and make it seem like something it's not because then Grandom is going to have to come for me and I don't want that. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't say that. <laughs> Just the silence is going to set this in stone, and I don't want that. So, well, let's... I guess you know how I felt when I was getting in Brock's ass and you were silent. Because <laughs> I honestly did not know what to say other than that. Being I don't know what to say either, That's baby. it. Like, that's all <laughs> I could say. That's all I could say. But this was not a fun trip honestly um and i was like i wasn't happy to see giselle and robin come honestly i was a little bit because i thought it would change the mood yeah but then when they yeah when they started with that whole bathroom thing i said oh lord here we go oh hell no oh hell no (laughs) steve harvey oh hell no (laughs) here we go again it's like I, I understand where they're coming from. Like, I would love a bathroom in my my suite, too. I would love that. But you were the last two to come to the trip. And you also said that you weren't coming? Yeah. So it was just weird for them weird. to show up. On top of that, Giselle got what she bargained for because she was saying that she didn't want nobody using her bathroom. That's why she had the party outside. So, hmm. Oh, every dog has its day. <laughs> You're right. You and right. it, ain't, but no it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Okay, and, and that's, that's it. I can't even argue with that. You know what? You're right. 
<laughs> I don't even know what they did this episode. What did they do? Other than um, that argument. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. They argued. They argued some more. They sat on the bed and then they went to dinner. They went to dinner, and then they argued. Like, but people bought that uh, got them shots. That was fucking cute. That was like, I was I was hoping that one of the guys were single, even if they planted a guy there, even if production planted a guy there, and he kind of like asked out Giselle. I would have very much liked that. Like that's why yeah, I, but that I, I was producing when Ashley was the one that initiated it. I just knew it wasn't gonna happen. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why? I just knew it wasn't going to happen because Giselle just doesn't, I don't think she would take it as serious. I think yeah. she would take it more seriously, like, when people who are really close to her do it, like Robin, like, if Robin were to do something like that, or maybe, what I say? Just Robin. Yeah, just Robin. Right, just Robin, because I say out of everybody, that's who she's closest to. Well, I just felt like it would have been really fun for production to put a plant in there and kind of like have her flirt with, you know, just someone in general because I, Giselle is gorgeous. Rick Fox. And I am, yeah, Rick Fox. Let let Rick Fox please have a cameo, but that's Sasha Max, man. So I don't know, y'all. Speaking of the game, I don't know if Rick Fox is coming back to the game, but if he's not, he probably will, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Pookie. I do see and that's Angela Bassett's man, but that's a whole nother story. Now um, wait a minute. <laughs> oh nine one one. But um Yeah. That was um, a good episode. Yeah, Other than dramatics from Candace. She is a lot. She threw that was a lot. first. And you can did you notice that Chris is kind of like over it? Of course he is. And and I want to also give Chris credit because I know, like, that was so nice of him to, like, that moment that he had when he was sweeping up the salad with Ashley. I thought that was really cool for her, for him to pull her to the side and kind of be like, hey, like, I wish you well on whatever you have going on. Yeah. And I still follow you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was... And hey, that's what it is. Like, I mean, that's, that's I, respect that was... right there. Yeah, I think that was big of him. But the problem has never really been Chris. Like, I know that he was kind of a a hot head when it came to Michael, but Michael was in his face. It's never really been Chris. It's always yeah. I say I say with with, when it comes to Chris, Michael is more of the villain in that situation. I want to say, but when it comes to Ashley and and uh, Candace, uh, Candace is clearly the villain like i know ashley does her dirt and yes ashley is messy we we now consider her the bone carrier and all that yeah like but there's a point that she stops right and she can she's the kind of person that if candace really wanted to call a truce and like just stop with the bullshit ashley would absolutely do it but she doesn't want to candace wants to go and go and go and go and go and it's it, just like yeah. it makes it not fun anymore. Not only not fun between the ladies, but just not fun between the fan base. Because it's just like when you want to like her, she just does something. Because I was cool. like the episode before this, I was okay. Me and Candace was we were like we weren't we weren't great, but we were okay. <laughs> like we were enough to the point where I'm like I might stream the album later. Yeah. Okay. Well, but now, um, yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah. Now I don't know. I have to walk out of the room because I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was good with her in the beginning of the season when we were seeing her making the album. We were seeing her being like a stepmommy. Like I, I loved that part. Like that was really fun, and I loved to get to know that part and seeing her new house. Even when she felt like Karen owed her an apology, when <laughs> Karen owed her a, a not a goddamn thing. <laughs> Um, you know, I was fine with that, but like during the middle of the season, uh, it was when they went on that first trip, when they went on that first trip and she got mad at Ashley for bringing up the, the, um, the Eddie rumor. That's when I was just like, she always has to fucking ruin shit. And I'm kind of like over it. But I am too, because, because I feel like it's getting to the point where it's so far, like, Especially when we're bringing up slaves and all this shit and slave yeah. drivers. Like, it is a point where we have to. Especially when you're also on married to a white up. man. When you're married to a white man, you know that people say certain things. So she can relate to Ashley in that way. But instead of using that to kind of like get closer to her or even just stop the feud. She uses that and she looks dumb as fuck because she's married to a white man that she insists has a brown dick. I wonder if she talked to Chris like that behind closed doors. Like, I would love to know, like, the shit that she said. And I feel like it's probably if this is if she knows she is being filmed and this is what she's saying. Imagine what she's saying when she's not being filmed. Uh-uh. I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> that is probably like some next level Azalea Banks, like <sighs> weird, like if you really know bad. Azalea Banks, you get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> like Where that are is a bad. the girls and gays that know about Azalea Banks. I that just... was the best simile <laughs> that you used. She's that's that's what she's giving. That's what she's giving, especially this episode, and just how like she refuses to be quiet. Like that's yeah. another thing that gets me. Like Chris is trying to support her, understand her, calm her down, talk to her, hear her side of things, and she is acting like a damn buffoon. Mm-hmm. Like, she is just, like, wailing her arms. I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to sit down. I'm just like... And it was after they had that that conversation at the house when they were outside. And, like, he was like, hey, you don't even have to apologize, I guess. Just be like, Mia, you know, uh, yeah, I won't disrespect like, no. you anymore. That's respect me. And she's, I know, I thought that she was just going to like be a bit more zen the whole trip. But it's like, if it's not Mia, then it's Ashley. And it's like, you, when are you going to realize you're the problem? Yeah. And I mean, listen, I understand that she's still holding on to this thing. It's clear that she's holding on to the situation that happened last season with the whole Monique thing and how Ashley got involved in it. And I can, I can, I can actually understand her being upset at that, but it's just the amount of upset that she is. Like it's way too much. I feel like it's, it's just becoming like weird at this point. Yeah, like this shouldn't be filmed. Type of weird. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> like get over it. That's weird. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Ashley was close to Monique. So yeah. obviously I'm going to, you know, uh, assume that she was on Monique's side. And if you don't want to be friends with the girl, don't be friends with the girl. Like, because me, I'm not big enough to be someone's friend if I don't fuck with them. But just to act like this right. is too much. It's gross. It's it's just weird. And we really didn't even want to talk about it, to be quite honest, because it was just so much. But yeah, that's why we waited until those yeah. episodes aired. But, oh, if you want to hear us talk about it even more, listen to the latest episode of It's All Happening with Amanda. We talked more Potomac there, and you'll see that we really are not against Candace. We don't want her fired. We just, it's, it's just too much. I just want her mama to come in there and pop them legs real quick. Like, that's just <laughs> what I want. I'll be honest. Like, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. Naturally, ask you out here and jump on this table on you. She needs so bad, y'all. <laughs> like, I am sorry. Like, that's the type, like, how she was behaving and jumping up. I'm like, her mama needs to come in there with that belt or that ruler and pop those legs, like, two, three times and have her get her act together because she is acting out. Like, and this isn't the type of acting out that, like, it it can't be resolved by anybody else other than her mom. Like, (laughs) that's just how I feel. I'm not going to say hit her with a purse again. Her but, husband has tried it. She's already got her ass beat, which is weird because she was telling people not to put their fingers in her face, but, you know, she's doing it again. But her mom so, definitely needs to come in yeah. and, like, with that yeah. ruler, like, one time and pop the shit out of those legs. Like, seriously. I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I know a lot of people are like, they they might like wish worse but i'm like this is yeah. just like an ass whooping that only the mom only only oh, the mom can handle and that's just and that. she gives it to her like even if she don't want to pop them legs get that purse that purse even at, even again. at 20 however old i am because i'm not saying my age i still get my legs popped till this day i'll tell you that if i get out of line and that's just that. My mom is not scared to pop those legs. Like, you cannot get out of line like that. If I was acting like that, could you imagine? On national TV. My mom would be... <laughs> they would have to pull my mom off of me. Because, like, <laughs> it would be too much. Like, not only are you doing this... I just me standing there. Like, remember when in the old days when your friend got a whooping from their mom and you just stand there awkwardly? <laughs> You don't know what to do. I get on my phone and I call my ride because I'm just like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't feel safe. Like, please. Don't get me. <laughs> I hate to be the one of those shoes, boy. I hate to be the one of those shoes. Okay, be you. Um, yeah, but. Anyways, child. Um, <laughs> so that's the moment. And I wonder what's going to happen in the next few episodes since we're so close to the reunion. Because honestly, not really much has happened. Um, there's, I do like that there's not really one central storyline. There's multiple storylines, but it still feels like 
it needs more storytelling. And maybe it's because I'm spoiled because Potomac is so good. I just want to see more of the ladies and more of um, Mia, more of, well, maybe not so much of Scarlett. <laughs> yeah, was already fired as Scarlett. Yeah, but, I did. Um, she had her moment, even though even this episode, I'm like, yeah, keep <laughs> <laughs> her effort. But like, yeah, we're we're gonna move on <laughs> next season. We'll buy the album. Yeah. <laughs> we sure will. We enjoyed her. It was nice. <laughs> okay, so I have a a pot stir for you. If you were to be engaged at a music festival or a concert, where would you want to be proposed at? Like whose concert or what music festival? Oh my gosh. Isn't that a good question? That is such a good question because I have so many answers. Like, (laughs) can I be proposed to at different concerts? No, one. You could only there's only one time you getting asked to be married. Like, like no, just, ask me again. Like ask me again here. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, that's really hard. Okay, if I only have one, it would have to be at a Beyonce concert. It just has to be. It just has to be. Like that's the only I don't see which, any other way. Which concert or tour would it be? On the run. Like, Ooh. on the run because that's like the perfect like I mean it, it, it was like pretty much celebrating their marriage so I feel like it would be only right to do that shit there because Beyonce is going to do Bunny and Clyde and she's definitely going to do like um, she's also going to do me, myself, and I <laughs> one thing about her she's going to do me, myself, and I <laughs> married, not so married. I don't know maybe I'll get married at first and maybe I'll change my mind towards the end when she sings that but that's probably Wait. how it'll go for me not you going from <laughs> in a relationship to engage to single does me myself and I not make you want to like yeah I was literally what like what like not even 10 when it came out like under 10 and then you want to like get a bob and just like walk Leave down my the man. And just... yeah absolutely what would you, <laughs> what would yours be? I feel like mine would be at the homecoming special. Wow! Only Coachella. because I want to be on on Netflix. Coachella. So you're going to be at the same spot yeah. as Ar- Archella, Rochella. Yeah, and I'll be like, "This is how you do a Coachella proposal." Oh. Oh, that was a good one to do it at too. Like, and it's, especially that first night. Ooh. And I know that you know if she saw someone literally getting on their knees in the crowd to propose, she's going to stop the concert. What's her name? Goes, right. <laughs> Country twang. Who getting married? Come on stage. I'll come close to the stage. What's your name? <laughs> I feel like you would be like, Kaya? 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 And who is this? Brad Pitt? Kaya What's his Brad name? <laughs> you know, now, what's my name? <laughs> Listen, mother, Beyonce, mother. Like, I'd just be like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. 
it, but it's yeah, good to know that we both like would get married at Beyonce concerts. Like I think that's yeah, like, you knew you knew like which you were basically like which Beyonce concert. You, like you, I didn't even have to say <laughs> it was going to be a Beyonce concert. It has yeah. to be a Beyonce. Which like Beyonce which one is it? Second, and if Beyonce didn't allow it, I guess like I would do it at a Tanache concert because that's like my next. <laughs> that's my next. That would be easy. Yeah, it would be really easy to do. That would be so easy. Um, So I would need a lot after it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) because that was basically true. I would do a Rolling Loud concert after. Oh, oh, yeah, that is fair. Actually, maybe I would do it because, wait. Maybe there's so many different festivals. Lollapalooza is a good one. You have like Tyler, the creator, like headlining. Okay, we're giving y'all too many ideas. Like, I feel like we're giving y'all. That's why I told you to choose one. Because you only get asked once. If somebody says Keisha Cole, that will honestly really make Make my day, my year, the rest of my year. So please, somebody. You know, might say uh, Keisha Cole. Well, obviously, Kendrick is going to choose. I was just about to say Kendrick. But. Kendrick might choose Keisha Cole second to hopefully get engaged. Kendrick, please. Kendrick, just for the sake of this podcast. If not Keisha Cole, somebody needs to say Vantasia or Jennifer Hudson. And I don't make the rules, but that's just what needs to happen. (laughs) You do make the rules. That's the thing about (laughs) Bravo All Black, baby. Like, I would like to see it. For sure. Well, you guys, let us know. Uh, DM us. Comment below if we post this clip. We might not. Um, just let us know where you would like to be engaged at, what music festival or what co- uh, concert. Thank you so much for being so patient with us and always coming back to us. We love you. We have more content coming for you. And just thank you for supporting us. And we will talk to you next time. See you.